bonus episode, mamas, Angie's goal weight success story. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello, mamas. I'm thrilled to have Angie Aikens on the podcast with me today. Angie has lost 63 pounds and mamas, she knows what it means to go after the last two pounds for six months. (laughs) She stuck with it for six months. And the best part for me is that Angie did my coaching and had been out of coaching and worked on her mindset and sticking with that goal to get all the way to her goal weight. And I literally got a message in my inbox that said, I'm here. I promised I'd let you know. That is amazing, life-changing work. And for those of you who think that the continuous accountability is the key to your goal weight, I want you to hear Angie's weight loss success story. Because support is more important than accountability. And support can mean ongoing touching in, or it can also mean learning the real problem and knowing how to support yourself when it shows up in your weight loss journey. Here's Angie and how she lost 63 pounds to get all the way to her goal weight. Welcome, Angie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Ladies, we were just starting to talk before this, and I said, I want to hear everything because I haven't heard from you for a little while. And I said, wait, stop, let's just record this (laughs) because it's all the things that you want to hear about Angie's weight loss success story. So Angie, share with everyone how much weight you lost. I have lost 63 pounds. And how long did it take you to get to your goal weight? Because ladies, Angie is a goal weight gal. She is there. Woohoo! Well, I started the program in May. And then I lost it the beginning of April. So a little less than a year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How does that feel to be at your goal weight? Oh my goodness. It is wonderful. I mean, it is. I held on for, I had two pounds that I held on to. I have been holding on to those two pounds since well before Christmas. Oh my goodness. Two pounds since Christmas and you kept at it. Yes, I did. They were going away. (laughs) They were going away. Well, tell everybody first what diet you chose and how you lost the weight. I chose low carb. And how did that work for you? What did you find to make it work so well for you? It just, it, it fit in. I mean, It's everything that we liked to eat, you know, I mean, meat, cheese, you know, things like that. I mean, it just, it was very, it was easy to adapt to. Yeah. It fit your life. That's always the key. I find that for most ladies, when they find the right diet for them, the diet itself isn't as hard as they think it will be. Was that the case for you? Oh, yes. Yes. I now, mean, I remember a little drama in the diet picking for you. <laughs> Do you want to share with everyone how that went down for you? Well, I, 
I got to the point where, you know, I didn't, I do have a picky eater at home. (laughs) Yes. I remember these discussions. Yes. And I just thought, well, maybe I should just go to calorie counting and that way I can pretty much eat whatever, but just count the calories. And my wonderful coach talked me off the ledge. (laughs) (laughs) How did you end up on that ledge? Do you remember the specifics? I don't know. I think in the beginning, I just thought it was going to be so hard for him to enjoy what I ate. It was going to be so hard for me to, you know, that I was going to have to make my meals and then also make his, but it wasn't the case. He adapted and he enjoyed it. And we eat the same things. Isn't that amazing? It's our own thoughts that stop it. Yeah. The people in me. Yes. (laughs) And you had some guys, Angie had some deep thoughts about this. Like, I think we coached on it a few different times where she was like, yes, but he's so picky and he's going to complain and it's not going to work. And I don't want that. And it's frustrating. And I just want to enjoy meals with him. And initially like it's us who stops that. And then we're like, oh, probably then later you get into the thought that it will be easier if we do it that way. Right. And then getting talked off of that ledge to just stick with what really is working for you. How much time did he spend complaining about the changes? Uh, (laughs) Hardly any. It was seriously in my head. It's so wild. He really barely complained about it, but you had a lot of thoughts about it. Yes, I did. And I mean, everything that I cooked, he enjoyed, he liked it just, it was truly something I just had to get over in my head. Yeah. That it wasn't going to work. Like, how did you feel when you started the low carb diet? Was it a feeling issue or was it just a thought issue? It was truly a thought issue. It really was. I've tried so many diets, you know, I've done the Weight Watchers. I've, you know, counted the calories and I thought, oh, I could do that again. But yeah, it's that I could do it again. Uh I can be a calorie counter. I always can pick up that on people because I'm like, you're not. You're not, if you won't be consistent with it, but we are willing to mold ourselves to that because that feels more comfortable. I think it's something I've done before and for him, it might not put him out as much, but in the end you both win. Yes. Yeah. He gets his version of you, which is phenomenal. I have to share with you guys a little bit about Angie's story specifically, because this is what was so incredibly amazing to me. Not just that she put in the time and the effort and stuck with it to get to her goal weight, but Angie did my old program, which was three months long and it ended in July then, right, Angie? Yes. And did you do our kind of in-between group for a little while? I think. Yes. Yes. And that ended, what was that? Like I stopped that last September, I think. Yeah. I haven't heard from Angie really from September until now when I literally get a message and she said, I finally hit my goal weight. I promised I'd tell you ladies. Angie has done this work and continued on this without continuous accountability check-ins with me, (laughs) without me in her pocket all the time. She's continued with the dietary changes and her mind management over low carb diet all the way to her goal weight. And if you heard what she just said, it was literally two pounds for like six months. I have to know, Angie, what kept you in it? Just wanting it. I mean, 
I want to, you know, run around the backyard with my grandkids. I want, you know, just all the energy that I was developing and, and just being able to look at myself in the mirror just kept me going. It's a strong why guys. And that's the whole thing about it is if you have a strong reason for doing it, usually that gets us started, right? That's enough to get you started. But where we get lost in that is when the weight loss slows and we quit believing that it's really possible and we kind of lose sight of the goal and we start getting stuck in the deprivation of dieting, right? And so did you have moments like that through this journey, Angie? Oh, so many especially when I couldn't get rid of those two pounds. I kept thinking to myself, oh, I'm okay at this weight. Yeah. <laughs> if those two pounds stay, I'm okay. Yeah. But then I was just like, I can do this. I can get to the goal that I want to be at. And there were, I mean, so many times that I just, I wanted to stop, but I didn't. I, you know, I, I have lots of, we eat out a lot at work and even, then if there's nothing on wherever they go, you know, if there's nothing on the menu that fits into my plan, I just, I stuck with my lunch that I brought, you know, it's just, it's, it's truly, I had to literally stick it in my mind that I wanted this. I wanted to be at that weight and I did it. You kind of have to remind yourself sometimes like this does matter. I shared on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I felt like I was getting distracted and I just had to tell myself every day, this goal matters too. Like it doesn't have to override your life. You just have to figure out how to remember that it matters to and keep it in your life. Right. Yes. So two pounds for six months, I'm sure there were many days that it was really hard to stay motivated, to get to that actual goal weight. I can't tell you how many ladies negotiate that goal weight with me when they're like 10 pounds off. And I know you shared the thought that like, this matters, like I want to stick with it, but what do you think made the final shift out of those two pounds for you? You know, I was just kind of reading online some different things here and there, you know, cause I was like, I just don't know why it will not come off. And up to my protein. The minute I did that, they were gone. (laughs) It's wild, isn't it? It is. I mean, I was just like, maybe I'm just not getting enough protein. And so I did, I upped my protein and within a couple of days, those two pounds were gone. Wow. Did you cut back at all? Were you eating the same thing you were eating before and just added more protein or did you cut back anywhere else? No, I, I was eating the same that I was. I just, you know, like my breakfast, I, I had been eating, um, like a piece of low carb bread and some peanut butter or whatever. And so I, you know, changed that to a hard boiled egg and a cheese stick and, you know, and then I add, you know, a little bit, you know, I'd make sure that, you know, if I, if I was full on my salad, I'd make sure that I at least ate all the meat out of it. Ah, and things like that. that. So if I basically did the same thing, I just made sure that I just had a little bit more. So here's how this works, ladies. And this is what probably happened for you is that, so in the low carb diet, 
I always share with my mamas that like, you can do low carb a lot of different ways, right? You can do low carb and just be eating like the keto snacks, like the dirty keto, or you can do low carb and be eating a lot of protein and eating really clean. And what happens guys is that in the low carb diet, the lowest carbohydrate of all is fats and then is proteins. And so the more that you get in like the almond flours and all of those, the more you, you just get, even if you're having the same calories, it's probably a little bit more carbohydrate wise, and it's going to fluid retain a little bit more too. So that little tweak for you is the final shift after six months. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just love the power that you had in sticking with two pounds for six months. Like, and also it shows me that you got out of the hurry mindset, right? It's like, I've got the time for this. I'm going to do it. I just have to figure it out. Yes, for sure. It just, I amazed myself. (laughs) I really did. I am amazed by you. This is so (laughs) exciting to share. So tell me a couple things I want to share with everybody. What are some of the biggest thought replacements? Like what are the thoughts that have worked for you to get you all the way to your goal weight? My biggest thought is that I, I can do this. I, you know, I have a lot of people that are just like, you know, oh, it's the weekend and, you know, I'm just you know, I'm just not good on the weekends. I changed my thoughts. Weekends are just like the weekdays. I stayed on plan all weekend long, just like I stay on plan all during the week. That's probably been the biggest, you know, we go to the lake, you know, the people that go to the lake with me, they adapt to my eating also, you know, I mean, we just, we plan out the foods that work for me and that. Which is I, I so interesting because I remember just, early in your story, the lakes were mm-hmm. like a big issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I shared with you, they were for me too. Yes. Right. Wow. But I really, really tried to, no matter what parties, you know, I, I put your, you know, it's about the fun, not the food thoughts into my head. And that's just, that's where I've stayed. <laughs> And you stayed there. And here's the thing. Is it now more about the fun than the food for you? Really? It really is. It is. I don't plan anything around the food. Isn't that interesting? So here's what I think happens, guys. At first, you're like, whatever is sure. It's about the fun, not the food. And for those of you who are early in this process and hearing Angie's story, you probably think in her head like, yeah, but it's still kind of about the food and she feels deprived because she's dieting. But I'll tell you, that won't get you all the way to your goal weight. Like it will make you stop when the scale doesn't move long before even six months ago for Angie, because you still are under the belief that life is only really fun when it's the food. And when you really start to look at how can I make the lakes more fun than food, and you start to shift all of those experiences, the weight loss kind of starts to flow more naturally for you. It isn't a battle anymore because your life is full. You're having fun. You're not in deprivation because your thoughts are about the fun, not the food. And so you shared also that your family's kind of come along with you. Like, did you get a lot of backlash from that initially or, or how is that going? It's great. You know, I have a couple of grandkids that, you know, I'll do an exception meal sometimes, you know, if I'm with them so that, you know, we can go, you know, have an ice cream cone or, you know, something. And they'll be like, Nana, 
are you sure you can eat that? <laughs> you know, so they keep me on track too, but no, everybody's, everybody's been really good. Well, and I mean, what you've shown them just through that journey is a game changer for them too, right? That like, oh, you yeah. can live a full life. You don't have to be in deprivation. You can enjoy life and be here and be healthy. How would you describe that your relationship with food has changed? I don't crave things. I don't just sit and think about, I'm not going to say that I never have a sweet tooth because I do. Yes. <laughs> and so I just have to find other ways, you know, to try and, you know, I don't, I'm maybe good way, you know, better ways to curb that sweet tooth. But I mean, it used to be if I craved something, I mean, I thought about it all day long and things like that, but it just doesn't happen anymore. I mean, food is fuel. I love that. Look at you. Look at you mastering all of these tools. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love everybody to share. How is life different for you at your goal weight? I don't really want to say a recluse, but I used to not be as outgoing and and I, I really, truly think it was because of my weight, you know, wondering what people thought, you know, and, and just different things like that. I'm not like that anymore. I'm meeting people. I'm doing things. It's, it's wonderful. Like I said, I, I raced my granddaughter <laughs> Aww, the awesome. other day. So it's just, it's, it's just made, I'm going to say it's made me happier. It's made me a happier person. It's amazing because it's like, I think when we're, when we struggle with weight, it's not just confidence. It's also energy. It's all the above. So it all compiles to that version of you who just comes home and sits and hides. Right. And now it's like the confidence is there. The energy is there. And I'm building myself into that person who's matching all of that in my mind. Like literally how does it feel for you to go out to lunch and sit there and eat what you had planned instead of what everybody else ate? Oh, it's just, I, I'm one amazed at myself and two, I'm just, I'm happy. I mean, it just, I can, you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, well, don't you crave chocolate? You know, don't you miss this? Don't you miss that? I don't, I love how I look. I love how I feel. You know, I pop out of bed in the mornings, you know, I don't just lay there and, you know, not want to get up and things like that. I have the energy and I just, I pop out of bed and it's just, it's made life so much more enjoyable. It's incredibly true. And that is the value of weight loss guys. That's how I remember for you specifically, like there were a couple points in our coaching program where I was like, I just, I have to like convey this differently just to keep her in it in it, in it. Right. Because there are points for all of us where we get into the deprivation and the scale isn't moving and we're telling ourselves low carb isn't going to work. It's got to be the reason. And we're telling ourselves it's too far to get to your goal weight and all of those things. And literally, I want you to realize that just the value of overcoming those few times gives you this gift of simplicity and weight loss. And and not even limiting your life. Like your life is less limited. We think of dieting as being limitations. Like I won't go out to eat because I can't eat with them. I shouldn't go to the lake for a while because I can't do that. 
And that's what gets you back to the food, right? When you choose to live and fit this into your life, that's what gets you to your goal weight. Yes. So if somebody's thinking about, I want to ask kind of some, some helpful advice for the ladies who are at each phase. I'm right now we're doing a a little series of the phases of weight loss. And so I want to have you just share with everybody, just some advice for those people of what worked for you when you were thinking about getting started, what got you to get started with weight loss? Truly just, I think I was sitting in my living room in my recliner, literally no energy, you know, probably had a snack on the side table next to me, you know, probably. and just, you know, just telling myself there's more out there for me, you know, there's, there's a better, there's a better life. I mean, this is, you know, this is ridiculous. This is not how I want to be. I want to be able to, you know, go out and walk without being winded, you know, one time around our circle in our neighborhood and things like that. I just, I wanted better. Yes. That is probably that I would say that is one of the biggest underlying statements of our group is that the belief that better is possible for me, like just holding the belief still and being in that place that like, this isn't life. This isn't how I want to live. And I mean, you're a successful woman, you know, have a family, you've done everything, but when you come home at night and you feel like you're just in this little tiny box where you're asking yourself, is this all? I love that Edith Piaf song was like, is that all there is? Yeah. Um, Then let's keep dancing, right? Like it's literally like such a great song to consider. And so I love that. Just like that more is possible for me. What about for you when you were like looking at getting that first like limit? What was your limit in your belief on what you could lose? What felt like I could do that, but I don't know if I could get past it. Weight wise. Yes. Weight wise, like weight loss wise. Um, How many pounds? Oh, you know, maybe 25 to 30 pounds, you know, that was, you know, I was like, I guess if I, you know, if I make it there, you know, I'm okay, you know, I'm okay with that. And then those came and gone. And I was like, hmm, this is not near as hard. I mean, believe me, there are hard times for sure. But I was like, you know, I can keep going. And I did. Yeah. I think getting out of the thought that like for so many people, it's, it's going to get so much harder. It's like, I can keep going. I, I can, I've done it so far. All I have to do is keep going. You're literally going to be eating the rest of your life anyway. Yes. <laughs> literally sure. we all are. What were the thoughts and what kept you in it to get to the final goal weight? It just, you know, I I've come this far. Yeah. I, it would be silly for me to stop now, you know? I know that, you know, I surpassed the 25 pounds. I surpassed the 30 pounds. I can take it all the way. I really could. And I knew that those two pounds somehow were going to come off. <laughs> I love it. So this is absolutely this, like the belief cycle as is what you're describing, right? Like we have to get started somewhere. And if you guys listen to like Angie's belief, it starts with like, Hey, maybe more is possible for me. It's like, maybe it's possible. Like, I I think there's more out there for me. It's possible. And then you get into the, like, it's probable. Like I've lost this much. I 
probably could get to my goal weight, right? And then we get into the inevitability, which she shared that thought earlier, which is like, I can do this. I can do this, right? Like I've done it and I can. And that is your belief cycle, right? To reach your goals, ladies, you have to believe it to create it. We think it's the other way around. We think that we have to create it to believe it, but we have to believe it first. And this is one of the fundamental things we talk about in coaching is that if you don't really believe it, you'll quit at each step because you don't believe you can get past it. And for many of us, it is that 25, 30 pound marker for Angie. It was a bit of that two pound marker. <laughs> like, is it worth it? Do I want it that bad? And then you just keep telling yourself, wait, I can do this. I love it. So what is your, do you have any impossible goals? What are you planning for your future, Angie, at your goal weight? I'd like to run a 5K. I have slowly been running, but I, w- I would like to do that. It's, you know, it's just been something that I've, that I've wanted to do for a long time. I did one a long time ago, but I had to walk a lot during it. And I wasn't at my heaviest when I did it but I want to, I want to do one and I want to run the entire thing. Are you going to run our 5k? No, I am not. (laughs) (laughs) We have an upcoming celebration. Actually, by the time we do this, it will have just happened. So you're going to walk it with us. Yes. I will be walking. Yay. I love it. I cannot wait to hug you in person. (laughs) I can't wait either. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Angie. Any last words of advice for ladies who are thinking about getting started? Just it is, it is truly um, a, a thought process. You truly, I mean, you can, you can eat as you know, you can change your eating, you can, you know, exercise or whatever, but until those thoughts in your head have changed, it's going to be a battle. That's what you have to work on in the beginning is, you know, changing your thoughts about celebrations, changing your thoughts about you know, gatherings and things like that. That's truly your first step. So true. And that ladies is why she said her goal weight. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. If you're ready to go all the way to your goal weight, like Angie, weight loss for modern American moms is open right now. You can schedule your free consult with me by going to the link in the show notes. And just like Angie, learn all of the beliefs that stand in the way of you getting there and how to fix those to actually reach your goal weight, mamas. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.